You don't know what to say? I don't know what to say. We already started. Alright, here we go. Well, this is the weekly podcast. W-E-A-K. Uh, I'm Joseph Smith, and I'm here with my good buddy from childhood, Hunter Hobson. Hello, Joseph Smith. Hey, Hunter. Good buddy from childhood. <laughs> but when I came into your apartment, you were mentioning about like the one place that you always want to go to. Uh-huh. What, what's your place? Uh, I would say if I had to go back to a place I've already been to, it would be New Zealand. Like 100%. That's not even a question. Uh, if it's some place I haven't been to, probably London. That's not like a like a big one, I guess. But like I love Arsenal, so if I could go watch Arsenal play, then that would be like that would be why I would want to go. Would you be like one of those rowdy Brits that join a football club and like beat the fuck out of other football clubs? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's like one of the things I like about soccer the most is the fans. And how everybody's like super loyal and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and like you only get that, I guess, in the South with college football. I don't know that you get that anywhere else. I would say probably like in New York. Yeah, maybe like maybe certain teams prefer like the Yankees or the Red Sox, but like. In the Mets. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but you're like <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like you're going to get that from like the Denver, the Denver Nuggets, you know. Or the Portland Trailblazers. Like I don't, I don't feel like you're gonna get like super avid fans collectively. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just think soccer fans are a little bit more crazy. Like you see stuff online where they have like the freaking Roman candles, shoot them in the crowd and shit. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, and it's the world's most popular sport by far. Like it's true. It's we're true. definitely like the least cultivated nation I guess like when it comes to fucking soccer actually I saw where soccer had uh, passed up hockey on the most popular sport list and it's chasing down baseball I think eventually it'll pass I think baseball is dying slowly but surely yeah 100% yeah but what are some shit that pisses you off normal stuff ignorance stupidity closed mindedness I guess all those are related. Alright, then what type of demographic of people do you think have all those correlating with each other? Like, demographic? I don't know that... No, like, dumbass people at the gas station, like, uh, fuckheads, like, just being ignorant in Walmart, like... Oh, I mean, I think think you see that everywhere, but I think you see that most in uneducated people. And I'm not saying, like, you have to go to college to be educated. I'm just saying, like, people, like, with with the willingness to learn, I'm not grouping in that group. Right? People that will listen and like think critically. Kinda of, so kinda of like those uh those dumbass people from like uh Love After Lockup. You never heard of that in my entire life. Oh my god, you never heard of this fucking show? No. They get the most ignorant, retarded people on the fucking planet. Hard are there, but okay, let's go. Hard R. Bro, you can't say we're retarded. Alright, mentally challenged. <laughs> Survival impaired. We'll just cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is... They're so stupid. Like, 
Let me give you an example. All right, my name's Kathleen. You know, I first met Tony when we were like 18 and he was selling me meth. You know, he had the best stuff in town, all right? And then, you know, I had to get with Cletus. He knocked me up. I got two kids with him, but you know, he's doing a dime right now at the county. But you know, Tony gets out in two years. So, you know, this double wide ain't gonna take care of itself. I need a, I need a man that's double wide. And it's real people like that that are on this show. And I love it. <laughs> but I also hate it because it makes me super irritated. Do you recognize what you did right there for that stereotypical idiot person? Everybody would grow with? You gave him a southern accent, bro. Well, that's what it is on the show. <laughs> do you think, like, do you think the South is dumber than every other region in the U.S.? Yes and no. I mean, like, statistically it is, because, like, like, the majority of the bottom states in education are in the South. I also feel like it's the way that <clears throat> rednecks have been depicted in media that also makes us, like, universally, like, oh, all the dumb people are around here in America. You never find, like, somebody from New York that's like, oh, he's definitely retarded. But you get a guy like talking like this, oh, he's from the South, so retarded. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought. I mean, I have my reasons why I think uh, the South is, is viewed as, as dumb. But I don't know if they're right or not. Just say them. Well, I mean, you, like, you look at you look at the South and you look at the demographics in the South and the majority of black people in the country live in the South. And that's the, that's the demographic that's had it the hardest and has, hasn't had an opportunity for education or equal education until very recently and in some places they still don't. So you add that in and I think, I don't know man, I feel, I feel like there's, there's just part of Southern culture sometimes to like accept the dumbness. Except Cletus. You know? <laughs> Except Cletus. Yeah, like like to accept that and to be okay with it. I guess. It's like it's like innocent ignorant like ignorance is bliss, but in an innocent way. Like, oh they just don't know any better. Yeah. Like everyone has Google bro. <laughs> <laughs> like definitely when I left home and I joined the military. And, like, just coming back every once in a while to just see on the town, though. Like, every time I come to town, I meet someone super ignorant. At least once. And it's like, I've been around the world and back and spilt more liquor on myself than you'll ever imagine. I, feel, I mean, I feel that way. Like, when I was out in Portland over the summer when me and Terry were dating, I felt like the, just like the the casual average conversation you have with somebody out there is way more intelligent than uh, people here. And I think that a lot of that, like the viewpoints of ignorance, people seeing other people as ignorant, has really like shown like a bright light in the last couple of years, like especially with the COVID stuff. Oh yeah, because like people just denying modern science. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, it is what it is. However, like, I will give the benefit to the doubt to, like, some people that don't want to take it on the fact that, like, I, I will take it as soon as it's FDA regulated. Like, but it has been. Like, some of them, though. No, dude, the, the Pfizer, I mean, Pfizer was was FDA approved. I think they're all FDA approved. Yeah, but it takes, like, what, usually, like, nine years for FDA to approve testing. Yeah, right? it was some, like, special, uh, special circumstance type of deal. But I don't know. I'm, I don't know, man. I, like, if, when people ask me about this, I'm like, I'm not a scientist. I'm not one like, either. I'm not a scientist the same way that I'm not a, I'm not a mechanic. If my car, like, breaks badly where YouTube can't fix it, I go to a mechanic because he knows about cars. So in the same way, I trust a doctor, a doctor <laughs> who is way smarter than me, and has spent probably the equal amount of years I've been alive studying medicine uh, to tell me what to do. So, so far, I'm alive, so it's working. As long as we don't make boobs in our head, I guess yeah, we're or okay. Grow, or grow a tail? How cool would that be? But like that would six like fucking help you out with all your Naruto fantasies. You got a tail. I think you're thinking of Dragon Ball Z. Goku has a tail. No, like, didn't he get a tail with the nine tail fox and some shit? I mean, no. I mean, I mean, he doesn't. Naruto doesn't have a tail. He gets. Are we? Do you, do you really want to go into this right now? Go into it. He gets tails. For all my Naruto fans out there, the, the thousands around the world that are going to listen to this, he gets tails from the nine tails chakra. So like when he was a kid and the Nine Tails they didn't they hated each other, when he would go into rage, and the Nine Tails chakra would overflow into his, and sometimes if he went far enough into a rage, it would the, the, the Nine Tails would start to take over his body. Then you had like a humanoid figure with uh, chakra tails, and he would go from like one tail to two tail to three tail, and the more tails he had, until the more he, power, the more power, to where at one point he had like eight tails showing. And then his, uh, his his dad's chakra like alarm that he set in Naruto as a kid went off, and his dad Minato, the fourth Hokage, was able to calm him down. Anyway, they become friends. The the fox. Yeah, they become friends, and, they, and, they, and, and he helps Kurama helps Naruto uh, win the fourth Shinobi War. Shit. Yeah, it's a great show. It's the greatest show I've ever watched, I think. I got like three seasons in and I just stopped. The it's like the old like the first so there's Naruto when he's like twelve, like his early childhood, and then when he's twelve. Yeah. And then that ends when he's fifteen. And at the end of Naruto, it's like twelve to fifteen, and then I think, I think. Someone, make, someone can email in and correct if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't even have an email set up on this. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, but, um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so the early Naruto, like, for, there's Naruto and Narsha, Naruto Shippuden. Naruto Shippuden's when he, like, there's a time skip, like two or three years, where he's training, and then he comes back in Naruto Shippuden, and then they're all older. That Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, the second one, is more like 
current anime, mainstream anime, where it's like action packed and a lot of battles and fighting and stuff going on like that. Whereas the original Naruto was more of like uh, character building and world building with like fights here and there. Uh, but it was more of building this like, basically building this civilization. Like building the story. Right. And then in, in Shippuden, it's like the, like the town you built, more people are moving in and it's, it's functioning on its own. It's fulfilling what it was supposed to do. So, but now there's Boruto Next Generations, which is about Naruto achieves his goal from being a kid, and now he has a son. And the show's about his son, Boruto. Is his son a little shithead? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, his dad's the most popular guy on the planet, the strongest, the strongest guy ever, like literally. Uh, so of course you're gonna grow up being cocky, a little bit entitled. But I think, I think overall, I think he's a, for his circumstances, I think he's a good, a good kid, from what I've watched at least. The way that you just described it, it sounds like you're describing like a nephew. <laughs> Man, I mean, listen, I was never big into anime growing up. Uh, I didn't make fun of people that like anime. I tried to do anime. I just couldn't do it. I remember, like, I think, like, middle school, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to watch the show Naruto. And then it's like, the only thing, like, you'd only catch it, like, on Toonami during that certain time after school. And then it's like, oh, you you missed it. Like, it's never coming back on again. Because there wasn't streaming. Yeah. Uh, I was the same way. Like, I tried to actually read some of the first Naruto manga. Uh, manga manga, I think it's pronounced manga. Uh, don't crucify me for that one. But I remember reading those, and you had to read right to left because it's it's originally written in Japanese. Uh, and that's how they rise, right to left. So I'm sure you know that. I'm sure they do that in Korea. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't remember watching the TV show. But now uh, I watch Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, like, the back into college, like, my first year uh, and like, working. I was able, like, to put my headphones in and work and still get stuff done while, like, paying attention to the show. Uh, and consuming that shit as an adult, it, I would have never been able to understand it, like, the motifs and the themes. Like I like when I was a kid, I wouldn't have been able to like, just, just go right over your head. Yeah, like I would have been able to realize that like, oh, Naruto, Naruto's the good guy. He's gonna win. He worked hard. Blah blah blah. But are there like there? I think there are deeper themes within Naruto that people can realize, but only from a certain perspective. And I think that comes with the age. I think that comes with like a bunch of stuff though. Like I remember playing like uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, and I'm like, I just want to fight dudes when I was like 12 but then like I become an adult and I'm like okay um I actually need to be a good guy or I can be a bad guy and I have to pick like the right dialogue option rather than skip 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 fight right you want you want to invest in the story more yeah man I mean I think that's good there's like a little bit of this one like escape I mean that's why I play games so I can like relax and escape from reality for for a bit because I'm not worrying about political climate or COVID or anything else when I'm like playing games. I'm just worried about hanging with my friends and winning. But how often do you win? Quite often. Like a decent amount. Like not every game. But like we'll play 
to play for. Let's like if we play for three hours, we're probably playing like 12 games, right? Game takes about 15 minutes. Uh, I, like we would probably win four to seven of those a night, somewhere in there. That's pretty good. Yeah. Shit. But have you I'm trying to word this question in a right way? What the fuck would you put on your headstone? I don't want one. I want to be cremated. <laughs> but if I was to do a headstone, I don't know, man. Like I don't have like <coughs> I don't have like a slogan to live life by. I don't think. I think I would still be a smartass on my deathbed, <coughs> and I would make like you know they like make like Bible quotes though. I think I would put something like, he owned many leather-bound books, Ron Burgundy, 158. Ron Burgundy, Joe Smith, or Joe Smith. Yeah, and then just have the Ron Burgundy, but like make it a Bioverse RB, like 135 or something. You would want to do that on your headstone? I think like even after my death, I would still want to make people laugh. I like, I like making dick and fart jokes with my friends and I will continue to want to make dick and fart jokes with my friends even when I'm old why don't you do comedy well I tried to do comedy for a second and I like wrote a whole bunch of jokes and stuff and then guess what happened COVID COVID well I just and then like all the comedy clubs are over in Raleigh an hour away and like for that whole like summer after I wrote all those jokes, I was just like, dude, I, I would get totally murdered up there. I, I'd still know that I would get murdered, but I know, like, there's seasoned comedians that are, like, already know what they're doing. And they'll just come out with, like, their best shit right off the rip. And then I'll just, hey, here's a dick and fart joke. And fucking. Yeah, but that's the whole point of it. Yeah. You got to get out there and if you, if you enjoy it. Just to try, you know, go see if you enjoy it, do it. And if you do, you just get better at it, and you're only going to be able to get better by practicing. I mean, every like every comedian ever has said that, or would say that at least. Like, no one got up there and was like, oh, I'm the, like, I'm the best comedian in the world. The only person that I constantly think that knew that was Dave Chappelle. But probably after about six months maybe I'm sure I mean I'm sure Dave's had to has seen that he, he can make improvements uh, along the way but I think he's like natural I think he's naturally hilarious I think if you just spent a day with him it would be like him doing skits all day he's just naturally funny his brain is just wired that way that's why I think he's one of the best if not the best arguably he's the goat I've seen him live you have? yeah yeah. How was that? It was hilarious. I was gonna go see him again. I saw I saw him. He went. You know, he had his own thing by himself in Chattanooga, and I went. It was hilarious. I laughed the whole time. Um, and then I was gonna go see like two years ago when COVID first started. I got Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle tickets. Oh, in Nashville, right? Nashville. I, I got front row. I got front row, and then they canceled. Did you ever get a refund? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the most. Dis- and I'm not like the biggest Joe Rogan fan in the world, 
but I love Dave Chappelle, and I was I was dying to to watch them. But like two absolute murderers back to back, that would have been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just like watching comedians though, like I love how they can just like like manipulate an audience, you know? Yeah, like controlling the room. Yeah. That's something that that's something I don't think you can learn. I think you can get better at it, but I think you have to be good. Like, I think you have to have that natural presence to begin with. I don't think I've ever been able to do that, like, successfully, like, command the room. I've done it once. I've done it recently. Um, like, I had to do this, like, sharp brief, or it's called sexual harassment, assault, response, and prevention. And uh, there was like some leaders they're like hey you need to go and help out with this class you're not sharp qualified yet but you're gonna be I was like cool like learn whatever before I be- go to the course I can do that yeah cool super easy and as soon as I get there they're like hey you're you're gonna do the whole presentation I'm like uh, I don't think I'm allowed to do that and they're like no 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 like here's a binder just talk about everything in here and make your brief like 40 to 45 minutes long and I immediately like put the binder close the binder in front of them and I was like nope not doing that and they're like what do you mean I was like hey you want to make this like a good like tight 15 minutes and like get the next group up because if you keep just boring everybody it's not going to work and I just went up there did the slides yada 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 got participants did all this shit and I'm like cool yada 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 hey, like, it's up to us to stop doing this or we're going to keep doing briefs like this. Cool. Yeah. Went off the stage, did my, like, little sign-in sheet for my thing, and uh, there was another NCO over there, and he was like, uh, cool, like, how long have you been doing that, man? I was like, first time. He was like, that was the best brief I've ever had. I was like, um, okay. Nice. No, it, it was... Like, I totally winged the whole thing and everybody started listening to me. I wouldn't have been able to do that because public speaking is my biggest fear. You know, that is, like, actually, like, the number one biggest fear out of anybody. Yeah, I have to. And it's, and it's like, certain realms of public speaking, like, this is fine because I'm just having a conversation. Yeah, but like this even, is, like, two like dudes. Even, yeah, even if we, like, even theoretically if we had 10,000 listeners, it still wouldn't bother me. But if I have to stand in front of a crowd, like even like on Monday, I have to give a little spiel in my team meeting. I'm nervous about that. Like it, it, I just don't like it. I don't like it. It's always made me super nervous. Like even thinking about it right now is making my stomach turn. It's on Monday. Uh huh. It's Friday. Dang. I mean, like in school, for example, if I knew I had to give a speech, like. Even if it was planned on the last day of the year, like the last day of the semester, I have to give a speech for a final project. I'm going to get sick to my stomach every single day I walk in that classroom because I know eventually I'm going to have to stand up there and give a speech. That shouldn't be anything, though. But, but to me, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a phobia. It, it, there's a word for it. I don't know what it is, but like it, it's, a pho- it's a fear. It's a phobia. It's like an irrational 
like some people can't do the like if I was to have holes all in my hands have you, have you seen stuff like that yeah where people like can't do that yeah like that like, like some people will see that and like legitimately just like pass out and it's the same way with blood blood makes people squeamish like it's like you could just chop my hand off and if I didn't if I wasn't feeling pain and just sitting there watching the blood I would always Speaking about that, you know what was the dumbest analogy I ever heard about like dealing with pain was? What? I will not use this person's name, but um, you will know it because their mom was the detention teacher in middle school. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll track it. So like, I think I got like hit in the arm at T-ball like real little. You did T-ball? Yeah, I did T-ball. Like at the Ruritan? Yeah. <coughs> no way. We've probably played. We probably played sports against each other. We never. We would have never known. Yeah, but that. What for the sake of this, let's say Tom. Okay. But me and Tom were neighbors because we live in the same neighborhood, and me and Tom did T-ball together. Uh-huh. And I remember I got hit with a ball or something, and uh, you know I'm crying because I'm like fucking five. And don't know any better. And it resonated with me so much that, like, I had to go ask my parents about this. And I was like, I was really dumb. He was like, hey, like, didn't hurt that bad. Didn't hurt that bad. Tom's dad saying this with me. And I'm, like, crying and stuff. And he was like, didn't hurt that bad. Like, you know, like, if you cut your hand off and you didn't notice that it was cut off all day... Like, did it actually hurt that bad until you noticed, until you started washing your hands? That, no, that was an actual thing that he said, like, yes. you're not making this up at all. Yeah. And I remember, like, I, like, honestly stopped crying, and I was just like, what? Like, like, went over to my dad, like, the next day, like, a couple days later, and I was like, hey, dad, like, um, if you, like, cut your hand off, and didn't notice it, would it actually hurt? And he would be like, fuck yeah, it would hurt. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, nothing. Like, uh, Tom's dad said this thing, and uh, he was like, well, that was pretty dumb. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. Like, but he was like, well, he is right. You sometimes just ignore the pain, but you would definitely feel if your hand got cut off. Like, yeah, I think that's some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Listen, it's something. This is something I've learned as I've gotten older. Some people are just bad parents, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying he's like abusing his kid, right? I'm just saying it's just not like. And I'm not directing this at Tom's dad. He may be a great parent. It may just been stupid, something stupid he said. But if we're running with this, some people just don't have an enemy. To parent? Yes. Yes. I, I, I totally agree. And listen, most everybody has kids. Which means newsflash, I'm gonna whisper this so nobody hears it. Some people just aren't good parents. They're just out there. Bad parents. I think that's just a natural headline. Yeah. Like not everybody can be good. And everyone has kids. It means logically there's some bad ones. I don't... There's, like, we knew a lot of shithead kids growing up, though. Yeah, but do you think kids have always been like that? Or do you or do you think that it's because we have the availability of so many things 
our shit housery is just volumes worse because of what we because of what we have access to. You know what I think the worst invention was to like help calm down children? Television. The fucking iPad. Or the, the iPhone. That's what I'm saying, man. They take that shit to the fucking grocery store. They're like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. mommy and daddy are trying to get some shit. Just walk, look at Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Do you think that has helped? It has been beneficial? No, it's or, just ignoring or, your kids. Or negligent on how kids are raised. Because I think, like, the, like some of these, like, idiot kid TikTokers, right, that do the stupidest shit for clout. I think that is a uh, an end result of of something that they had when they were a kid, like a lack of whether that be like a lack of relationship or a lack of attention, and that's why they're doing stupid shit. I think kids have always done that, except in the 1920s, it was Cheryl threw a rock through a general store window, and not hey Cheryl kicked his, kicked her teacher and 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 the, and the cunt <laughs> to get views. Yeah, like, you know? like watch those kids. That was a horrible example. I'm so sorry I dropped the hard C word. Cunt? Yeah. Who cares? It's a dirty word, bro. In British. Just dirty coming off the tongue. What about glaze? About glaze? <laughs> you know, people like, don't say the word. Glaze? Yes. Like you glaze a donut? <laughs> yeah. I... People don't like that word. Glaze. Yeah, I swear to God. Have you never like met You're a person? Lying, bro. You're making this up. I cannot <laughs> make it up. Like I've met several people in my life that are like, "Don't say that word." I'm like, "Glaze." Yeah, I've heard moist, moist and glaze. Yes. Now, I've never moist. heard glaze. Moist. Because I just think moister than moister. I use glaze in common vernacular. Like 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 if I go to Krispy Kreme, I want an original glazed donut. Some people say icing. I say glaze. I want I want I want a chocolate glaze. I want all that glaze. shit on there. I want a chocolate glazed but to get back on the dumbass parents with dumbass kids, like, how, like, have you ever talked to, like, like a child recently? No, thank God. I oh, have, my cousin. My cousin. He's like nine, I think. Nine, ten, eleven. No, he's going to be like eight, nine, ten. Somewhere in there. They're dumb. I think, I think, I think some of them are smart for their age, obviously, they're like some of the some. But of the that's stuff, every some of the stuff across the board is just going to sound dumb. But I think there are some that show like signs of intelligence. But yeah, I I have when I worked at the Boys and Girls Club, I have seen kids who were just plain stupid, <laughs> and it's not their fault. They're doing the best they can. All right, right. Give me the best dumb kid story from the Boys and Girls Girls so Club. We had Girls Club. We had this girl right and this may not even let's be, call her this may this may be let's evil. call her Michaela this may be that may even be her name let's just oh. let's just call her her Sally kid it's serves so let's go with Sally but and this may be evil genius <laughs> levels yeah. yeah so this girl was a straight bully <laughs> she was a when you think of the, the most stereotypical bully as a kid not like uh you're fat but I'm talking like you're fat bitch and then like <laughs> like hitting people right this this girl some had, badass kids this girl had it all right so it was like my first week there and I'm learning how to deal with kids again because it's just for a summer uh, and I hear Whoop! and like 
uh, like the sound, you know, when you smack someone with a towel. And I turn around, and this little bitch has got a towel <laughs> in her hand, and this one girl next to her threw this. <laughs> like, like covering her eye. Like, her eye. <laughs> covering her eye. And she's not crying. These are bigger girls. They're like eight, eight, eight years old, eight, nine years old. They're bigger girls. Girls are like growing fast at that age. And they're like, the girl that got hit, she's like standing there, like in shock, like, did this really just happen? <laughs> and Sally, you know, looks up at me, realizes that we've made eye contact, <laughs> drops the towel. And I was like, why did you do that? And this straight-faced, big sack out, this, this bitch looked at me and says, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but straight denial. Like, she was like, you didn't see it. So, yeah. it didn't and, 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 and I'm just like, I just, I literally just saw this happen. Like, I barely missed it. And all the clues point to you hitting this girl with this towel. Girl, one girl's covering her eye up. And one girl with the weapon takes it down. You didn't see anything. Listen, and this this girl's just straight denying to my face, like she put her hand on the Bible, and was and was and was giving an oath that she didn't do this. <laughs> she just picked up the right, weapon from crazy. the assailant. Listen, that was, this was the same girl that for the entirety of the summer was calling us. Uh, like adults, like college kids, basically. She was calling us fish. As like, not an endearing term, like an insult. That is an insult. Fish. No, bro, fish is an acronym. And, like, and it took us almost three months, two and a half months, to figure out what fish meant. Bro, fish meant fucking idiot shithead. <laughs> and that's horrible language coming from a nine-year-old girl. And that's, hey, what fish. It, that's what she would call people. That's like fucking shit they say in prison. Right. Like, hey, what's up, fish? I mean, I, she ended up leaving, like, and like, like I mentioned, like, I don't, like, I don't know if this girl was just mean and knew that she could be mean, as like as mean as she wanted, and she was just gonna get away with it. Like, what are they really gonna do, right? Maybe she was that smart and could think that hard, or maybe she just did it and literally thought that if she just didn't get caught, or she wasn't getting caught, she was just willy-nilly doing it. I don't know. She was just like, fuck these adults, like, they don't know. She was bad. Uh, She had to, I I think she got sent to, like, some type of, like... Alternative school? Yeah, I mean, this was Boys and Girls Club, but, like... Alternative summer camp? Not like a summer camp, but, like, like, lessons with someone to help her work through issues. Because she was, dude, she was getting in trouble every day, bro. Every day. <clears throat> and the sad thing is, I spent every day for three months with these kids. I, knew, I at the end of them, I could tell you each of their names, right? What they, what they, what their hobbies were, who the friend groups were. Uh, and now I can't remember a single kid's name. That just happens, though. Like growing up. Basically, but that was like, I mean, that was four so like this past summer, it would have been four summers ago, so four years. Damn. But, but I bet those kids remember you, though. I'm sure. Which is crazy, because like, I was on Facebook the other day, and one of my suggested friends was Teddy Hobson. And I know that name means nothing to you, but that was my uh, big buddy, like my fifth grade big buddy in kindergarten. Because you went to Gibbs Elementary, right? Yeah. So you had, you had like the fifth grade class and you each got paired. Oh, and you got to read to them or whatever? Yeah, and y'all hung out and like talked and chit-chatted. All right, 
you already know I was not the most like stellar dude because I did not care. But like, you know, they did not assign me a reading buddy because you know the one kid that's like, hey, if someone's not here, you're gonna cover down for that kid. So every time I had a different kid, I had to read to. Damn, that sucks. No, I thought it was cool. I was like, I don't have to know any of these kids. It's cool, and I get to bounce around and like meet new <laughs> little minds the whole time. See, like when you're like when you're five years old, and you've only ever hung out with five year olds, you're hanging out with like what would be an eleven year old, and you're like, oh my god, this is the coolest person ever. Yeah. Right, and you like kind of look up to them, and I I shared the same last name as mine, so I thought that was really cool. But I saw him like I saw his thing on Facebook, and. I was like, oh man, he like he just looks like a young man. Yeah, I mean, just like a nor- like a very average, normal, normal guy, like like a just an older guy, like a nerdy older guy that likes to play games and 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 just stuff like that. Sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird how we like. Were you guys like when you first met up? Like, are we related? That's what I asked. Like, I remember walking through the hall and like seeing him. And be like, oh, that's like that's my friend Teddy, that's my that's my reading buddy. So it's just weird. Do you have people like that as you grew up that like you, kind of like not idolize but like remember? Yeah, like special or remembrances like that. I actually do, but it wasn't until high school because I did peer tutoring. You know, you could do the um, go to the elementary school yeah, and help yeah. out. I actually got the peer tutor my kindergarten teacher's class. Uh, her name was Miss Sanders. Okay, I know, yeah, I know who Miss Sanders is. Yeah, and I got to, she was like, it came full circle, like you, I had you, you came back, and now you're teaching kids. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I thought that was really kind of sweet and special. And there was just like, little girl named Sage, just real, just real quiet, like, like, I remember, remember I used to wear Sperry's all the time, and Yes, I do. Now, now that you mentioned that, yeah, like short, like almost like really short-haired, almost bald Joseph Smith with like a oversized bright polo and Sperry's, bro. Yes, for some reason I can just picture that right, like right here. Yeah, but uh, one day she was like, "Your shoes are weird." I was like, "Oh, you want to try them on?" And I was just like joking around. She was like, "Yeah." She just wore my shoes around in the lunchroom, and I was like, uh, I kind of need my shoes back, and she was like, nope. I was like, I need, I need my shoes back now. <laughs> but I, I do remember her out of, like, everybody, and then, um, you, do you remember, like, Paige Codwell growing up? Paige Codwell? Yeah. Yes, bro. Um, freaking, her little brother was also in the class, and his name was John. And I wore my Leatherman jacket one day, and he asked if he could wear it, and I just let him wear it. I was like, here you go. Dude, see, he'll never forget that. And, like, one day he'll realize that, like, that just wasn't a big deal. But it's going to take him a while. But, and, like, and like, people remember that. People remember that. Like, uh, I remember, like, Seth Kennard's older brother, Zach, when we had, like, our fifth grade field day. He was in high school. Like, he came down and said, hey, and, like, hung out with us. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing because he's like a high school, like a high school kid. Yeah. Now we're all out of high school. Yeah. Now I look at now I look at the high school kids like their children. 
Oh yeah, like. And there's like the dynamic of like, was I really that dumb? Oh yeah, you were. Just, you, was I? Yeah, everybody was that dumb. They just, it's just those like nostalgic glasses, like oh I have life all figured out, and then, like you, you well, didn't know anything. Well, we had our life figured out at that moment, right? Yeah. Like I can, I, I would semi confidently say that like. Like we were, we had, we were able to conquer our scope of the world, like our little teeny tiny little circle, because that that's what existed for us, right? Yeah. And then like you go off to the military, like, or like other people go off to college, and your world gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you have more space to to, to conquer, you know, quote unquote conquer, and and it's just impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Like. I still feel like it's weird sometimes that like you guys went to college and I went to Korea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah, in Korea and it's like like sometimes it it happens with some people but they just like oh you were in a foreign country? Like you never talked to anybody? And they're like like you know, like you're talking to somebody and like, no no no. Oh yeah, I was in Korea and they'll just like flip a switch and become interested. I've seen that like so many times that I know like when it happens in a conversation now. Like when somebody gets engaged in something, just because I went to Korea. I've never had that happen. But no, you probably had it happen. Like you'd be talking about something. I went to New Zealand one time, and then, oh man, I'm super interested now. Where like, it was just minimal conversation, and then like, oh yeah, you just tell your whole story, and it's like, oh cool, how was this? How was that? People just ask questions. Maybe it's just because like travel like travel is expensive right yeah and most people most people can't afford that brb i can pause it yeah everything's all good now cool so like yeah travel me travel's expensive and most people don't make enough money to have the option to prioritize that because you're paying like your mortgage uh, your bills your car payment your electricity but when like when I went to New Zealand I was like 20 22 like I didn't have to pay for <laughs> for anything so I was able to like save right to be able to spend that money in ways that I want god man now that I'm thinking about it I guess that's why people tell you to travel when you're young probably because you have the availability to do so yeah because Unless we get like Buku Jeff Bezos bucks, like you just you just can't drop everything. And hey, I'm just gonna go to Napa for the weekend. Right, and like even if you make decent money, like I would say above average money, you're able to go on like what one maybe two trips a year for like a week. Like it, I don't know. Like I know families where uh, it's not families we grew up with. <laughs> families from like West Knoxville, you know, like richer areas. Uh, be like, yeah, well, like one summer we went to London and. One summer we went to France, and another we went on like a big cruise. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's uncommon in richer areas. Yeah, because like that's just what they grew up with. Like right. that's the norm. But even then, it's like planned. You know, I don't think there are many people that, unless you make a lot of money, can just up and be like, "Hi, I'm gonna go to Aspen for the for the week and snowboard. I'll be back just on the whim." Hey, like, now that would be like. A goal in life. <laughs> yeah, like, like some of these like dumbass YouTubers that just make like ridiculous amounts of money making 
like content I'm so envious of because it's just like you just failed your way upwards like you fell ass backwards in the American dream and it's just what the fuck like the like the Paul brothers yeah that's the yeah Logan and Jake Paul are like the biggest ones like they, they're just professional shithousers I mean that's all they are like but they've been shithousing since like they're professional what? trolls yeah and they, they have, like, learned to monetize how to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, professionally. And I'm just, like, in a weird way, I envy them. But in another way, I'm like, you are also one of the most hated, recognized face, faces on the planet. I do not envy that, though. But I envy that, like, they got money... They know how to, like, manipulate kids to keep buying their merch and crap like that. And then it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go flight Floyd Mayweather and I'm going to make a couple million dollars. Dude, isn't that insane? We're talking, like, the best boxer. In the planet. Like, like one, like one of, statistically, one of the best boxers ever. He's well, never I mean, lost. He's never lost, so I guess so. Like, obviously people would say, like, Tyson or... Like, there's an argument or for Mayweather like, Mayweather or Torment like one of these people one of these like greats, or, uh, or Ali yeah uh, but like Cassius Clay you're right he hasn't lost like a YouTuber a dude that made videos just like stupid videos stupid videos got to fight the best boxer ever arguably yeah and for money yes wasn't for free on pay per view it wasn't like you know my, this wish, my wish thing. It was like it, this was not a make a foundation no, wish. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that's freaking crazy. And like, even if I would, even if and I, got paid to do yeah, it. Even if I had found, like, you know, I maybe it was like, ooh, I realized I had this unique ability to be a troll. I don't know that I I could monetize. I don't know that I could monetize that and like put that out there, like strictly based off of man. My friends, what would my friends think? They would give me so much shit if I... Because I know that's not the real you. Right. Right. Now, like... And I'm not saying he's like this now. I haven't talked to him in years. Like, if Kareem McCauley... <laughs> like, and everyone everyone has their Kareem in their life. Yeah. Like, if that, if that funny kid uh, that just didn't care uh, wanted to do that type of stuff or be on Jackass... That wouldn't shock me in the least. But, but I was just never like that. Yeah. I, I remember, like, when Jackass came on, I idolized Devo. I was like, he's fearless. Dude, he's, like, super clean now. Like, oh, yeah. He's, like, really, like... Have you seen his wife? He's really turned it around. He did, like, uh, super glue or duct tape himself to a billboard in L.A. like this past year, though, to promote his special or something like that. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, though, he's just... He is fearless about it, though. Like, he doesn't have that, that fear switch. No. You think, it's his, you think it's his lack of fear or his lack of care? No, I, I just feel like... Because, like, have you ever watched... I'm pretty sure you've, like, seen the documentaries. He was like, I wanted to be famous so bad that I would do anything. See, I don't have that drive. I don't have that drive for anything, really. Because... I feel like like if, if I wanted to have like if that was my biggest goal to, to, to do whatever like do whatever it takes to be famous, and then whenever you achieve that, I feel like then it's just empty. 
you know? Because I'm sure along the way you've cut off friends or cut off family or devoted less time to something and or lost something. And it, to me, that's just not worth it. Like to, to be like exceptional at one thing. If I could, if I could do like anything famously though, and I don't envy like envy people that are super famous because. Everybody knows everything about your life. There's not there's yeah, not right. an off time when you're not famous when you're famous. Right. Like if if one day one of us become famous for something and this is out in the ether, right? Because no one's going to listen to us now. No. But never. if something happens to one of us when we become famous, good or bad, uh, there's a potential that this can resurface. Right. Yeah. And it's oh something he said. 15 years ago, 20, 10 years ago, 5 years ago. Uh, and it'll come back and haunt you. Yeah. Do you think that stuff like that needs to be a, called out and addressed? I feel like... Yeah. Like, things like murder? You, you can't get away with that. But, like... Like, the thing with, like, Harvey Weinstein... I know there's a super unpopular opinion. Those... Most of those female actresses knew what was going on. Yeah, but that's the whole point of him getting in trouble. It's because he established that standard. Yeah. Like, obviously he was, he, he was doing it, he was participating in it, but it's because he was a, he was a horrible human being. Oh, yeah. Horrible all, and he, all and the he, doubt. And he was abusive of his power to the point where... I mean, yeah, there are people that would that are that are going to go to that lengths to do whatever it takes. Yeah. But that should never be the standard of that. That's uh, just taking advantage of someone. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's rape, you know. Yeah, I, it it is, at all. But like, like you know, some of the girls were like, and not all of them. We don't know anything that happened behind closed doors. But you know, at least one of them was like, I had to take a shot in the mouth. To get twelve million dollars in well, my I'm, next four movies, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's that, at least one. Well, no, I'm not, I don't think that that would have been like an uncommon thing. But I think, like going back to like that, like he he made it that way. He did. He which he, is, which, he so, definitely coaxed those girls and stuff. No, and I, I get it. I like think every it was single all, one of those women are victims. I don't think any. I don't think anyone grew up, you know, as a kid wants to be like, ooh, I want to be an actor. But only if I have to fuck the the big top movie guy. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, but you know, there there you've seen it in real life where there's people that are like, I'm gonna manipulate the situation for me. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. and I feel like there there was at least one person that was like, I'm gonna manip- manipulate the fuck out of this situation for me. Yeah. Oh, I think there are people that do that all the time. It's yeah. Especially attractive. But like. I 100% agree. Horrible monster. Definitely, like, abused 99.99% of all those women. I feel like 100%. But, like, I definitely feel... Because we don't know any movie stars or anything. I definitely feel like there was probably, like, one chick that was, like... You know, like... Hey, you should do it. Like, she's trying to coax other girls to do it. Like, hey, you... Go blow Harvey. Yeah, but I feel then, like if that's your perspective, though, dude, you need to get you need therapy. <laughs> like you need therapy, man. Yeah. Because that's like putting on like that. That's putting a value on your worth. Yeah, but like, like a strict value. Like now for forever. Are you saying I need therapy? Or? No, I'm saying like 
that individual. If you're willing to give something up for that, and you set your price, whatever it be, yeah, that everyone is going to know that they can get that or less out of you instead of keeping your standards up. Yeah, like, but 100% I agree. It was like horrible, but I've, I've just, I just wish I could be like in a room with like, like, because you know everybody puts on a facade when you're famous and stuff though, and like, just hear some of the like the the real Hollywood for a second like don't talk to that dude he like fucks kids hey don't talk to that dude he likes putting dog shit on his fucking feet dude I don't know man I feel like the the world is full of weird people except some of them do become rich yeah and they have money and power to do their weird things I don't know it, I'll say it like this it wouldn't shock me if all of that like the vast majority of that shit was made up and it was just stories because people just people get off on rumors about other people it's just like high school right and that wouldn't shock me in the least it also wouldn't shock me if 95% of the crazy shit we hear is true because some people I mean most people as we've discussed are idiots yeah right and you have to be somewhat intelligent to make it in that industry uh and to, even to get to that point, you take that group of people, and one of them or a handful of them's got to be fucked up and weird. Yeah. Especially, especially like acting, because you like you can get sucked into a role, and it like really changed. Right? Like it changed your whole perspective. Or that it could ruin you that way. Or you could just be one of those psychopaths who don't really have an identity. And they've just been playing characters their whole life to get ahead. Which I, I hands down think that there are some people in Hollywood that are like that. Like they, they are just they they are their character at that like moment. They don't have Joey, right? Yeah. It's just it's just like Joey mixed with Joey's acting like this and then Joey's acting like that. There's never just like a constant of oh this is what he's like off screen. You're just like always acting of of something. Like a Daniel Day Lewis type. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. It's not... They just take method to the the next extreme. Yeah. It's not something I really want to get into. No, like... I think I even care to know about. Because I enjoy movies. And I feel like if I knew everyone's dirty shit, I wouldn't enjoy movies. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's like not that, though. It's just like... Just being a fly on a wall. Like the super like ultra fabulous famous people like Jared Leto like he's got a cult like he actually has a cult yeah bro that's a weird that's a weird motherfucker yeah and I'm like like man like I cause you know like he has to have like a Jared Leto when he's not acting and be like hey like guys like I can't do the band right now I have to go to lead my cult Okay, that 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 that's like the group of people that are just fucking weird. Yeah. Like he's weird to the to the max weird, but he's good looking and he's really good at remembering lines. Yeah. And faking his personality. Exactly. <laughs> Which is probably what all good cult leaders do. Goddamn Jim Jones. <laughs> like, ugh. Bro, I mean. Anyway, oh boy. Dude, that like, ugh. Now I feel just dirty. 
Like, I feel like I got fucked by Harvey Weinstein. I've literally lost, like, my train of thought has just disappeared at a molecular level. It's just, gone. Anything we've talked about, I don't really remember right now. That's the whole point. Like, we just talking to a microphone and bullshit. Yeah. For, like, an hour. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. But... What is your fondest memory of me? Huh. And don't talk about that one story. I don't know what one story you're talking about. Wake the fuck up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't no, talk about for that. For legal purposes. <laughs> like, legitimate legal purposes. Uh, that one. Okay. You jogged memories now. That one would be number one. But if there was a sub one, um, bro, I don't know why. And this probably has this probably wasn't the best moment or the most heartfelt. Is it moment, a cinnamon challenge? Or the, no, or the or like the funniest moment overall. But the time when it was it was the same weekend that me, you, and Eli, we and Eli had stayed at your house, and we had done that like curve the bullet shit in your backyard and we're shooting each other with the guns and it was the night that we were shooting each other with the guns and we made a bunch of fucking racket and your mom came downstairs and she was like if you guys don't put those damn guns up I'm gonna get a real gun and shoot your ass (laughs) and I don't know why but that has stuck with me over a decade I you misquoted it though because I still quote it back to my mom and she's like I was right I was like, I'll get a real gun, and I'll shoot you all in the fucking face. <laughs> Bro, that was just like, that's just one of those things, like we had said earlier, that just like sticks with you. Yeah. Like, it's just a weird thing that you don't, you know, I'll probably never forget, ever. I have a really other weird moment with you, is, I think it was the first time I spent the night at your house. I think we're in middle school or whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, the the person that owned this house, whatever, uh, the lady had cancer. She died in this room. <laughs> Do you remember saying that to me? No, but if I did, I was trying to freak you out. All right, but you said that to me, and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I was just like, cool. And I had no idea that the next morning we were going to church, like with your whole family. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, here's some dress clothes. Like, just go. And I was like, oh, cool, we're going to church. <laughs> all right. And we did a whole church service and everything. And I'm like, all right, uh, this is weird. And then you were like, yeah, sorry about that, bro, after we got to your house. And my mom and dad picked me up. And they were like, what do you do? I was like, I went to church today. And they were like, you went to church? <laughs> See, that was like, that was all that I knew. That, that was forced upon me. That was all that I knew, right? Because it's like, it's like bad news voodoo if you don't want to go to church. Especially in the South. Yeah. Yeah. So I apologize for that. <laughs> I, <laughs> but was, I was in the cult, bro. I was deep, I was deep in the cult. I, I still remember, like, you were like, yeah, we're going to church. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I didn't Ooh, know. <laughs> another one that has probably scarred me that I could probably just, like, deep dive in as a therapist. Uh was like your 11th or 12th maybe 13th birthday <laughs> first time I ever seen a naked lady 
Oh, and we had uh, yeah. we had brought all the and porn you, magazines and you, out, and you hid them under your gaming chair in yeah. this little zip thing. And I remember, obviously, as a 13, 14 year old boy going through puberty, you see that shit, and it's like it's like dropping a bottle of acid in your brain, right? <laughs> You're like boner. <laughs> yeah. And so you get addicted to it from the age of 14 to 18, essentially. Uh, so, and that's like every guy across the board, by the way. Yeah. And don't, and if someone's like, I just didn't watch porn growing up. You're a liar. You're a fucking liar. If we gave you a truth serum, you could give me a top tip list. So like, let's, let's be real. Like everybody, every grown male knows at least one porn star's yeah. name. Let's be real. Especially people that grew up with the internet and cell phones like my go-to for like if I have to ever make a porn star joke Lisa Ann oh yeah <laughs> she's like a legend she is the legend she's a legend uh fuck but yeah I remember that you know that was at your birthday oh we had the big stack of porn yes, magazines and we're all passing about at like midnight I, I felt so not, you, not only not only bad but yeah, dirty. But uncomfortable. <laughs> because every kid in that room is situating themselves. They're and, like, and, look and, at their and, pages, look at that movie. So that's like you've got a room of 15, you know, 10 to 15 young teenagers, all with hard dicks. <laughs> but, like, it was, I still remember, it was like the big crescendo of the night, like, and parents are asleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like hey, those, bring them out. That's <laughs> that everybody that's, got a magazine and was like, all right, guys, let's look at some boobies. That, that's like <laughs> the most stereotypical, like, kid 90s movie shit that you would ever see. But, like, I still remember, like, I think it... I, our buddy that we played guitar with the other night, he was like, I can't do it. And I think you were with him, and you are like, nope, can't do it. No, I started. I remember I remember just like a few and I was just like, oh, this is so weird. <laughs> this is so weird. Do you know, want to know a funny story about that little gaming chair where I hit all the porn at? Sure. Remember, I had that chair until I left for the army. Yeah. And like my mom was like, oh, we could just give it to Goodwill or whatever. And I was like, mom, <laughs> Did you give tell me one her? second. Did you tell her? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> And I had probably cracked open that chair since um, I got a laptop <laughs> for the first time. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> and I like took out like. Oh, dude, that had to be like a decade old. Yeah, it, it had to be like realistically like eight or nine years old at that point. And she was like, what the fuck? She was like, this is where you kept it? And I was like. Yep, and I just like threw it all away. That's crazy, man. See, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But like, it's just those weird moments of growing up that you're like. I still remember I I was the first person to get high speed internet, and I would save the pictures and print them off real quick, and I would refill my printer, and then I would sell the poor pictures for five dollars a piece in middle school. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I'm literally learning about this today. But, like, I only did it, like, two or three days because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get caught. Yeah, that's genius, though. You saw an opportunity in the market. You seized it. Yeah, I made, like, 20 bucks. But, like, after the third day, I was like, 
Because there was a... a after this, I'll tell the name. But he was, like, mouthing to everybody. And I was like, I'm going to get caught. And then I definitely can't get any more porn for myself. It's true. Yeah, so I was your like... Your dad would have beat your ass. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, so I, I was friends with a kid that nobody, like, nobody really liked. But I... I been giving friendship with him a shot for a summer, like eighth grade summer or something like that, and I just I just couldn't handle it, right? I couldn't handle being his friend. He was just he was just too horrible for me. So uh, one was he one, related to our science teacher in high school? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, That's good enough for me. So one day, my mom scene where I had purchased like a million wallpapers on like the AT&T what was then like US cellular store because I had like an old flip phone and they had little ringtones or text tones yeah. and like wallpapers that you could buy for your phone right so I bought a bunch of them like and that that was my access to the internet so not only was it stuff that I like, like sports or a movie or a song, I was trying to find hot bitches <laughs> on the wallpaper side. For How much phone. trouble did you get in? Bro, but listen, I didn't get any. I blamed it on that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did I see weakness in, you my, saw an opportunity in my mom took it. <laughs> when she hesitated to think, that kid is horrible. He, he, he could have done this. I saw that that opening, and I and I jumped at it. Up to, like, the, up to the point where my mom called his mom, his mom, and we met in the high school parking lot <laughs> to confront this idea, right? And he's like, "I didn't do it," and, and you're like, "Yeah, you totally did." And get this, get this, I had to go talk to his mom and bro she came at both of us she was like it was both was like screaming i don't remember what she said but she had like she hadn't directly called me out for what i did but yeah right to her face i just went with it i was like no like like i don't this was not me <laughs> it's like a straight pathological liar and you know what she knew that her kid was horrible <laughs> and she hesitated and it's like my kid could have really done this <laughs> so honestly at the end of the day you got a whole bunch of free wallpapers <laughs> at the end of the day no 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 I didn't purchase them I went to preview them oh okay right? and in some weird way previewing them like you could only pre I thought you could just preview them without buying them but that whole time I was actually buying them and then deleting them. Oh my God. Because I thought it was just a preview. So I had like 199 cent things. So like $100 worth of stuff? Yeah, probably something crazy like that. <laughs> and maybe at the end of the day, he got in trouble for it. Did you let him take that out? <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> you know he is horrible. I haven't even heard of that kid. He was not. He was not well liked, and for a reason. No one. No one just wanted to. No one wanted to associate with with him. Cause he was not a a good guy. No. But oh my god, that is so funny though. Like 
Ugh. Like, ugh. That is so funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. I haven't thought about that in, in over 10 years. Because I was like 12. <laughs> but did you ever fight any hot bitches? Oh, I'm sure I did. I mean, God, when the internet started to roll out, it wasn't very hard. <laughs> you know? I just like. I mean, imagine. I'm just imagining you being like, bro, no, it was him. Listen, I had to fight and grind and lie my way to not get girls control. in bikinis. It, you know, still images of blurry women in bikinis. On like the Sports Illustrated yeah, Swimsuit Edition? I had to fight for that at <laughs> 10 years old, 11 years old. You know, I had to fight and steal. A 10 year old right now could literally have virtual porn. Like, they could have virtual sex. They can watch something with the virtual, like the, the Oculus glasses, and, and it feels like it's literally happening to them. Like, or not it feels, but it looks. It looks like it's happening to them in their brains. Man. I would have, I don't know that I could have, I don't know that I could have succeeded how I've succeeded thus far in life. Without? Without being raised in the time that I was. I would have succumbed. I would have been an addict. To the porn? Well, not just to that. I think the internet in general. I would have been that kid with the iPad. But it's just like... Ch -ch -ch -ch. Speaking about the... Ch -ch -ch -ch, um, you know what was the dumbest thing, I think, in hindsight, that we bought in our youth? Zunes. <laughs> you bought a Zune? I had a Zune, remember? Everyone in my family had a Zune. I remember I would go to your house because you had the unlimited Zoom yeah, thing that was the and reason, I would download that the That was Zoom. the reason and, and this was like 2007 2009 because like iPods had just come out like because that, that was the competition for the iPod the Zoom yeah and it, and and the Zooms went up on iTunes was that you could pay you know, fifteen, twenty-five dollars a month, and have unlimited, unlimited music. music instead of paying for each song ninety-nine cents or seventy-nine cents or whatever it was for a song. Yeah, I still remember like going to your house and like ripping music to it. Yeah. On your computer, right next to your back porch. Yeah. 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 And then you even upgraded and got the touchscreen one. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I had like a little circle at the bottom. Yeah. And you could slide up and touch on the thing. Yeah. I even remember when you cracked it. Bro, I probably still have I probably still have that somewhere in my, in my parents' basement. Just hasn't seen the light of day for years. No. Literally. Man. But I, I still remember that. Like, yeah. us having Zunes. And we were the only kids to have Zunes. And everybody was like... Fucking retard, we got an iPod. <laughs> like, no, Zunes are the way of the future. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the PSP, that was another thing like that. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be like the, the like, heavy-duty Game Boy. Yeah, and it, oh, look at the graphics. It's not all... And it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't. It li like, it literally wasn't bad for a handheld device. But there were no... Like, there were no games for it. Yeah. Right? And there's only, like, 20 games. Right. And then, like, no one wants to play, like, a competitive 
Call of Duty, like a first-person shooter, on a little bitty screen when you could put it on your TV uh, and, and be able to see all the details that you need to see. I don't know. I guess I guess at the end of the day, people like Nintendo done such a good job on like what would be like Game Boy graphics and pixelated graphics to make that association where people didn't really care about the clarity. They just wanted like the kitty, like you know, like the kid cartoon. Yeah, stuff. like, and there was just way more games for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had big ones. It had like Pokemon. Like I can't name you a PlayStation exclusive title for the PSP. Yeah. Like don't like maybe something even remotely comparable is like Ratchet and Clank. That's a PlayStation exclusive that was on the PSP because I had it. Well, like Pokemon dominates that shit. There, oh, yeah. there isn't like Pokemon is akin to Call of Duty. Maybe it may it's it's bigger. I think like the Pokemon genre is bigger than the I don't know. I would love to see the numbers on that. Especially like overseas demographic. Like well, yeah. statistics. I'm talking like from from their inception. Call of Duty came out in like early 2000s, and Pokemon came out in 1998. I, I wonder. I, I would love to see the math on that. Who has grossed more money? Who's made more profit? Who's been overall most popular? Yeah, and then I think like streamers have like helped popularity of games though too. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Especially with Pokemon cards as a light. Dude, I still can't get into the Pokemon card phenomenon. If I had money, like I'm talking like excess wealth. I know, I, I, I know, if you had stupid money, I know the first thing that you would do. Go to Eli White's house, punch him in the face, and take his Charizard card. <laughs> he, has a, he does have a good Charizard card. Uh, but it, I, I don't have the money, like, especially now, people saw, like, because of YouTubers and popular people opening Pokemon cards. Uh, people saw the value in old Pokemon cards, which has made a massively negative scalping, like toxic scalping community, where for a while, when some of these new sets were coming out and they had like, uh, some of the cards were like tribute to the older cards, or like a, char like a special Charizard card, because that's like the big one, Charizard. Uh, there would be groups of men follow these Pokemon card distributors like a Target and Walmart and shit, and they would get their schedules, and when they dropped them off on the shelves, they would buy them in bulk and sell them for like triple value on eBay. Like that, that's that's why I stopped. Now it's much better, because the, the market has kind of evened out, and they've been able to produce more now that like COVID's kind of semi-went away. But that's why I stopped. But it's just so expensive, man. It's so expensive, and the like you're. It's truly like investing because you're hoping that one day it's going to be worth yeah, something. Like how like a base how a base how a base set card holds its value today. You're talking hundreds, if not thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for a certain card. You're hoping that in 15, 20 years, your card will be worth something. Worth something like that, which I don't think it will. I don't, I don't think so, but... That's how it is, like, for some comic books, though. And I've been doing that forever. It's literally a war of attrition. Yeah. Like, who, who can hold on to something and hope they get lucky the longest? I don't have money for that type of thing. Yeah, I've just done it for so long that I know what I'm looking for when I go out to places. Yeah, it's true. I don't think that there's something... Like, cards... 
and comic books are probably the two things that you can judge on of that, right? Like, judge the value of something? Yeah, like, like immediately, like, if it's... And they're graded in the same way, right? Yeah, by the same agency now, too, CBC. Yeah. 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 But... Video games have kind of turned into that. Oh, like, like especially the Inbox N64s? Like, the... Like a sealed copy of like Pokemon Yellow sold, or like an older Pokemon game sold in a box sold for like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, for and sure. I used to when I owned I owned all the Pokemon games up until like the Nintendo DS when they went from cartridges to chips, and I had I kept all the boxes, and I had all of them. And I, I would I would be sick to know the value of a used game with box in hand because of a collector would want to buy it. I would be sick to know. Do how you much still have them? No, they're my way. Dang. Same with my Pokemon cards. I had tons of old Pokemon cards that. You just threw them away. I gave them to my grandpa to sell, so he sold them in a flea market and gave me the money. Damn. Yeah, because I, I did Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't didn't hit as big as Pokemon but there's still a big following but I had a ton of first edition old cards that I kept in pretty decent condition I got a whole bunch of those old cards still they're just at my parents house you should look at them you should look at them I just don't know what I'm looking at though I do though like the way you look at comic books is the way I can look at a Pokemon card we might have to link up later on that yeah seriously because the one Eli has is it's a it's it's a base set, but it's not shadowless. And the rare one is the first edition base set shadowless, or the base set shadowless. His is just a base, so it, it doesn't like the and I maybe I'm almost hundred percent sure I'm right on this. Like the the way that the tone of behind the Charizard in the card is the way it was printed. Yeah, the way that it, it's like a little darker and has a little bit more of like a gloss to it. Uh, those are the popular ones. The one he has is just like bright. It's like a bright orange. It's like it's very similar to what the color of the Charizard is. Well, I think that's about time though. Yeah, you about to call it. You want to call it? Yeah, dude. Do you have any wise words of wisdom? Absolutely not. Nothing. Stay safe out there, kids. Um, always wear your seatbelt. Drink plenty of milk, and never run with scissors. Not sex, bro. Eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs>